This is a verbal tap special. Breaking news. Conor McGregor has announced his retirement via Twitter. How exactly we predicted he would do it, but pulled from UFC 200 by the UFC. They've issued an official statement saying he's out. Dana's finding places to go to talk about it. And we are honored at Verbal Tap to have an exclusive clip obtained from TMQ. It's a lesser known, higher credentialed. Doesn't matter. We have an exclusive recording of the argument between Conor McGregor and Dana White that led to the Twitter retirement and the cancellation of the fight. I'm going to roll tape. Hey. Hey, you fucking idiot. You fucking look at me when I talk to you. Yeah, exactly. Here's what's going to happen, fucking Conor McGregor. And I'm going to tell you this right fucking now in front of your fucking face. Oh, yeah, you'd like that, Dana. Now, wouldn't you? No, you don't fucking talk to me like that. You look at me when I'm fucking talking to you. You're going to do this fucking tour. It's going to be in fucking Miami. It's going to be in fucking Cincinnati. I don't even know why fucking Cincinnati, because fuck them. Then I'm going to take you to fucking India, because we need to fucking get those guys to fucking watch us. And, oh, Dana, you think you're so big, yeah? You think I'm going to go do that, huh? Well, you know what? I don't give a fuck about your money. Oh, you think right now that you can just look at me and you can fucking tell me this after all we've fucking been through? And that's Bro, where oh, that's no, where Dana, I'm not fucking done yet. Hey, oh, you shut the fuck up. Okay. Fucking ominous host voice. My bad. Listen here, fucking Connor. I'm going to tell you one fucking thing right now. If you turn against me, you're fucking dead to me. Oh, you know who else is dead to you, Dana? Everybody who went to Bellator. <laughs> I'm crazy enough to do it because I'm fucking Irish and I don't give a fuck. And the Bellator word do that? is what hey, ended. Hey, hey, fucking ending. Uh-oh. Fucking ending this. Uh-oh, One I'm second. Sorry. Go, no, go ahead. It's weird how I can fucking hear you on this fucking it's recording. Very right interactive, pre recorded video. Yes. But right. It's, it's a very. Shut the fuck up. Will do. Fucking other guy I talk to every once in a while on that podcast with a fucking really good other host. Anyway, let me tell you this one fucking thing right now, Connor. Listen to me. The only way you're getting out of this contract is with fucking death. Well, if that's the case, then I'm fucking dead retired. (laughs) And they leave. They're just done. Verbal tap. I cannot stress... Again, we are the only ones that had that for you. So go to iTunes, leave five stars, tell us who you side with. Raph, I'm gonna, I'm ending the recording. I'm bringing you on. Unbelievable that we were able to get very specific backstage video. That you know, technology is emerging. Sometimes mm-hmm. you, you can kind of hear through it, and Dana just can predict when I was done. Like it was amazing. He knows your inability to really come in with timing. So I think Dana has a real knack for that. Uh, uh, I think the other thing that really makes it uh, art, if you were to call it that. I, and I hello, everybody. That. I feel like all I heard was art. Yeah. <laughs> Is I have to say this. Uh, it was reminiscent of the movie Casino. I felt like there was a real, you know, ace and ginger feel. Yeah. But um, I think there's a real story developing here that we really can't get to the hard to and i mean no other show can bring it to you and i must compliment your producing talents here we can on yeah on bringing it uh to our attention like a live radio rebroadcast from the late 30s where they would just have people come into the studio and reenact what happened first of all kudos for the good old days 
Those were the great were. days. Second, I wanted to do Herd's intro for him tomorrow, so I thought I'd just skip back ten years and bring it's definitely it. breaking uh breaking format of you know bring it eighty uh, a prairie home companion <laughs> from NPR. Good job, Kev. Anyway, for those of you <laughs> who are still listening, it's an obscure. Connor McGregor retired. Raph and I both have theories about what's going on. Neither yes. of them wholly involve retirement. Would you like to start? Because I think yours is the most probable. Um, we were talking sort of coming up with a few angles on this. And there's the clear one that he retired. He's done. What he saw was too traumatic. That doesn't quite sound like the Conor McGregor we're accustomed to. But tell me some of the stuff. Because there were some rumblings about Dana and Conor's relationship. This is where Raph's media savvy helps us out a little bit. All right, let's paint the picture. So it was reported a few months ago, and I think even as far as the last uh, Diaz and Connor fight, uh, that magical time, if you can harken back a few months ago, all the way back to March. Remember that time, Kevin? I watch it every night before I go to bed. Okay. So it was apparently there were some rumblings that said, you know, Dana and Connor were kind of on the outs. They weren't as broish as they normally were. There was a little bit of tepidness between their relationship. You can even see that Dana was maybe a little perturbed that Connor was showing up late to the press conferences, which is normally a Diaz kind of move. But I digress. The fight happened. Everybody was happy. It did thousands of millions and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Everybody was happy because we also saw that. Diaz got the credit he was deserved, and Connor seemed to be really showing a new sense of a mixed martial artist side as one of humility and one of losing. So the rumors kept going, though. So we got this thing where they decided that instead of giving Connor McGregor a fight in his own division, where they were champ. going to put him where he's yep, holding where, a belt, which, you know, normally yeah. you defend once or twice, but. <laughs> if you can remember, yeah, sometimes he. Uh, Way back he to has that before belt. March. <laughs> Yes. And it's weird because he has that belt and then he's complaining that he's not photoshopped with a belt into the promotional posters when he's not fighting in that division. And just because other fighters have, that's perfectly fine and that he should be given equal treatment, which true. But also it's like he's doing everything but fighting in the division he's champion from. Like he's like, I will fight anywhere else. But man, don't bring Frankie Edgar near me. So we get there, and then for some inexplicable reason, money, they decide they're going to do McGregor versus Diaz 2 at UFC 200, which is going to be the banner event for UFC. It's International Fight Week. There's a lot of promotion that goes with it. And then somehow, even after they announced that fight, and the fans were like, I guess. I mean, it's not like there was any uh, question as to who won that fight. Money. Somehow, they decided that the press tour was going to be too insane. So the response was Connor decided to go on Twitter and say that he was retiring, which then sent the internet into a buzz. Kev, how did you find out about it? The twit tweet, <laughs> the tweet, the, uh, the tweet is what once it hit, I would say no less than 27 Facebook posts came rolling in, but I actually, so I get the MMA Google news alerts. And this one they decided was big enough that it would show up on the phone. So that's how I found out. Conor McGregor retiring via Twitter. And it was like, wait, hold on. This doesn't make sense for so many reasons. First, I just, the Twitter thing drives me crazy. 
Does that sound like the Conor McGregor we know and love? It does not, which points to your maybe there's some scuffling. And if there is, isn't Twitter the best place to be like, I'm done with you. I have broken up. He might have sent him a personal snap, too. We don't know. <laughs> that was a young Kevin's, person reference. I was about to say, Kevin's snap. Snapchat game is improving, getting stronger by the day. You can, you can just hear it. Yeah. I, I want to tell you this. It, it it really struck me as a chord because here I was I was actually um, enjoying your out evening. and I was no well I was uh, actually at a Costco with a lady and oh. I looked down and I saw that somebody had posted Conor McGregor's tweet that said you know uh, something to the effect of Hey Jokers blah 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 it's been fun thanks for the cheese I'm retiring now and I look at that and I said well that's obviously thanks Conor working us. Yeah. And I look at it and my initial instinct was he's playing with us. And I said, okay, there's got to be a reason for this. Because to your credit, if Connor was on good terms with the UFC and was truly retiring and he and Dana were as buddy buddy as they always have been, there would have been a press conference. There would have been Dana by his side wearing all black. There would have been a child brought in. I don't know if it's theirs, illegitimate or not. But there would have been. Sinead O'Connor's singing in the corner. (laughs) absolutely Doing an acoustic version it's amazing so it made me think if he's going out on his own and doing this to rabble rouse it can't be ufc approved so i initially told people i was like it, it's like realizing that people are yelling that there's a sinking ship and you go whoa, 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 whoa hold on hold on hold on i don't see any water leaking yet <laughs> but thank you for letting me know that we could potentially be sinking. Good Let's see what the captain has to say. Yeah. Next thing you know, when that captain is Dana White, you know the response is going to be just great. And Dana's so fucking pissed. You know Dana is seething just in the background saying, give me fucking Sports Center." Surprised he went on ESPN Disney because he can't cuss. Like he should have called HBO. Been like, can I just do something? But you know, So, Kev, why don't you tell us... Oh, what Dana said on SportsCenter. I, I haven't heard his SportsCenter poll other than I saw the clip where he was like, you know, he's not showing up for the presser. I didn't see the whole thing. I don't know if they asked him any questions or if he dodged anything. I saw him saying the words, he's been pulled from UFC 200 for promotional reasons. Which, by the way, even as we say this right now, there is a great, great uh, meme going around the internet that's already got, I think, 83,000 views. It's from Craziest Sports Fights. And it's basically the scene from uh, the Dave Chappelle classic, Half Baked, where you have Guillermo quitting <laughs> the burger joint, the Royal Fness or whatever the fuck it's called, and saying... Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool, and I'm out of here. And it's with Conor McGregor's face posted on it. Um, that's really funny. And it, yeah. I feel it is indicative of what happened. Here's the interesting thing about Dana going on SportsCenter. Not only does he get the chance to really talk his shit, but then he's trying to put it on Conor and saying that, you know, hey, I'm just giving him a reasonable press tour. It just came down to that, to which I immediately said, and maybe you did as well, bullshit because Nate Diaz was supposed to be on this press tour like how's Nate getting through that (laughs) and we I guess we haven't even talked about the brilliance that was Nate responding with saying well I guess I'm retired too which is amazing yeah but um 
every other person then saying they're retiring. I, I think we retired from the podcast at least three times. Since yeah, I the, read your tweet. <laughs> it was rude. I could have used a text. <laughs> so now we have this stupid thing going on where Dana's gone to go tell his side and get the press story out first because Connor's is a tweet, so it's inciting a reaction. Dana's is the story. So we don't know exactly what's going on. All we have at this point are best-case scenario. You have Ariel Hawane saying, uh, I can confirm the retirement's true, and they're treating the retirement like it's a thing. And I just feel that the retirement is not a thing. The retirement is a contract ploy. I feel he's using it to try and ice out part of his UFC contract or to use it to really get under Dana's skin. Now, I ask you this, Kev, because I post it to you odd for the air. But I really want you to think about it. Could Conor McGregor be pulling a WCW jump? Meaning, could he have threatened Dana to go to Bellator? And is there any kind of thing that would be more hurtful than that? If he did, it's a crime. He wasn't wearing a GoPro. So we could see Dana's reaction. (laughs) That is pure criminal. And you're hitting on what I think this is. Now, I believe, I think this is all theater. I am personally going even on the hard right where I believe he's going to fight at UFC 200. I think this is a lot of him and Dana being like, how do we make this the biggest thing it's ever been? I could retire. We could get in a fight. Oh, perfect. Works in the WBA. It's not even all that creative. Or what you're proposing, and this is a WCW to WWF move where he's making the transition. He's leaving. He's going, well, Bellator or Risen, Raph, we don't know which one. He could be going to either. Maybe I mean, he the saw nice the part is. He's like, I got to get over there. Risen's in. <laughs> I can kick people while they're on the ground. It's great. He definitely is a marquee enough name. So you take away the UFC hype machine. He still will draw attention. And for Bellator, I'm sure they could pony up a dozen randos who would love the chance to try and make their name and pull a glory off of his name i think you just pitched their first event with him it's like watch conor mcgregor fight 10 randos in one night Ooh, so it makes me think though (laughs) it makes me think if that's the case there's something amiss here so tomorrow dana's going on another tour we would have held off the podcast to listen to that but i'm pretty sure We've already heard the beginnings of the media strategy from the UFC. So I guess we'll listen with some anticipation to hear how he further fleshes it out. But if there's one thing I've learned about Dana White rhetoric, it starts off one way and continues to go a hard line on that way. So the real question is going to be, and this is why we did the podcast now, was what is Conor McGregor going to say in response to all of this? He seems to be very good. He talks about efficiency and economy of movement. So I feel that it's going to be the same kind of amounts of when he talks because I don't think he has to say a lot. I think he's made a statement by making the UFC have to, you know, quote unquote, if you're going through your theory, draw up new plans for a new main event for UFC 200. And I'll ask this. Apparently, Diaz is saying that he is going to go fly into Vegas tomorrow and he and Dana are going to find a new opponent for him at UFC 200. Who would you like that opponent to be? Because I think there was one theory on the internet and I didn't think it was the most terrible, but you go GSP. Uh, well, okay. That was another one because I'm glad you mentioned that because we did get GSP on the line as well. GSP. Please tell me you're taking the fight against Conor McGregor. It's what everyone wants to see. You've said you're coming back. 
Let's get this inked. Well, well, well. Look who comes crawling back. I have. I'm full circle on this. Now I want you back. Uh, most important thing about being GSP is when you sit back and you watch the headlines, you go, oh, what's that, Dana White? You have problems with my demands for no Reebok? Then I say to you, have a happy UFC 200 without GSP. <laughs> Where, talk about saving it. That, that You would bring the house down. Have you been called? Uh, GSP gets called many a time. GSP no take call. He is uh, too busy talking with dinos. Oh, but the most important yeah, thing you're, uh, still for GSP on... to tell you is they were trying to tell me, you know, I had a contract before uh, number one GSP leave and uh, have a Reebok. And, uh, you know, I've been with the GSP. I have a good tenure with them. You know, someone with my tenure gets uh, at high tier at uh, the UFC with Reebok deal. Free shoes, maybe some. Uh, it's 20,000. Gay, oh, which that's uh, is ridiculous. American money, and I tell you one thing about GSP: GSP does not get up for twenty thousand. No, you're sponsored by Under Armour. We know, we know. I am sponsored by everybody who is important. Yeah. So I tell you this: I do not think they are talking about me fighting Diaz, but I would. <laughs> uh, but the real number one uh, success story is, if not GSP, guess who could save the cart? Who they were talking about, or at least somebody pitched. <laughs> Would you like to see uh, the Nate Diaz versus Robbie Lawler? Ooh, fuck yeah, I would. That's an awesome fight. Yeah. GSP. Yeah, GSP would see that one too. You yeah. just come in and so, you swing from the right. Well, History Channel's The Boneyard, George's St. Mm-hmm. Pierre. Thanks for at least, you know staying close to us enough to where I could harass you about fighting for USC 200. Uh, It's most important. Number one, I have uh, many uh, people who do a press conference and I must tell you right now, uh, GSP is ready and willing to come back, but you must pay the GSP, the GSP money. I would love to pay. Ole, 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 ole. (laughs) GSP charges so much money. Former UFC champ, current history show star, under Armour athlete GSP. Uh, Raph, wow. Okay, so does GS- that ever get any less weird to call GSP? No. <laughs> Every time it sends the, it's just the spot. The, I get chills. I can see the GSP button. We've got <laughs> we've got five or six buttons that'll kind of tell us which person is calling in. To it's great. It's uh, it never gets. It's the life of show business. We're just we're just so happy to be here. Raph. Well, he also yeah. suggested Lawler. Might be the name circulating. I mean, he's one of the few people who's left, and uh, if, awesome. you know, if OSP doesn't really incur any damage on John Jones, I'm sure they'll be looking at John Jones as well this weekend. So it it seems to be equally timed. Uh, I I'm pretty sure they're going to lay low and try not to announce the major event. I mean, they're going to save Ronda because they said that she'll get the immediate title shot back, so she's out. And I mean, if you're really thinking about it, the three most recognizable fighters in the UFC were going to be John Jones, Conor McGregor, and Ronda Rousey. And if not them, the most popular one is still GSP. So you have to think for a marquee event, it's got to be a champion and it's got to be something exciting that will at least draw our attention if it's not one of those three. And they're going to pay him. Yeah, I'd watch the I'd watch that fight. Okay, this is 
still developing. We wanted to get on the air, get a little, get you that exclusive video of Connor and Dana having it out. We then obviously wanted to see what GSP's agent was up to, if he was making it happen. And uh, according to GSP, it's it's not quite there, and I don't blame him. Twenty grand is ridiculous. Under Armour must pay. Oh, that's really ridiculous. Oh, sorry, I'm just thinking about the amount of money Under Armour would pay him to get in the cage, and it's uh, a lot more than twenty grand. Just as a big heads up to the world, what a slap in the Reeboks. I'm pretty sure the NOS budget on any GSP shoot is more than twenty thousand. You know he gets paid more than that to to kind of act like he's drinking an energy drink that I believe would kill him if he consumed, because his body has a Chris Traeger-like microchip feel to it, and he is not going to be putting that in. Anyway, if you are looking for something to fill your MMA needs while all people do is pontificate about this story, you need to go to Verbal Tap's Facebook page. You need to watch the EBI Civil War parody video i'm gonna say parody because i just don't want people being like oh my god what happened to the civil war trailer they did it again they ruined it it is a parody but it's perfect and it really helps you get inside the dynamics and the struggle that tom de gary tonin and gordon ryan are going through and that's all i'm gonna say get over there ebi six is coming up sunday we are in the middle of abu dhabi pro where Flow Grappling has you covered from 12 a.m. Mountain Time to 8 a.m. Mountain Time. Please adjust to your local time viewing schedules. Raf, this was a blast. Yep, I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we were able to uh, clear the air as much with the intel that we have right now and hopefully make some sense for you guys who, like us, I'm sure are in a state of confusion as to what's happening. And uh, let's be real, guys. The nice part about this story is I don't think we've heard remotely anything close to the truth yet. So when those things uh, tend to avail themselves, Kevin and I will be ready, willing, and able to make fun of that too. Absolutely. And we certainly have not heard the last from Conor McGregor. That uh, that tweet will no. not be the end of this discussion. That's going to do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night. And I don't give a fook if it's the end of the show. Dude, I love the fook. That's a, that's a really good. Do the laugh again. I mean, Connor. <laughs> <laughs>